So as we start this 2024, this brand new year, we are going to have more sad but funny stories to share about cybersecurity screw-ups than ever before. Um, So let's continue adding new members and stories to the Cybersecurity Hall of Shame. Take it away, Dr. Stan. First and foremost, Julie, first, Happy New Year once again to you and everybody else. I rarely get angry and lose my temper, but I did this last week at what has got to rank, I think, as the most irresponsible statement by a company that has been, that has suffered a breach and that has done harm to others. And I'm speaking of 20, they had a breach. The initial breach was the result of, frankly, people using passwords, reusing passwords they shouldn't. And yeah. those accounts got breached. Through that, one of the features of 23andMe, it's genetic information, is you can identify through genetic information people you may be related to. It turns out I'm actually the d- distant cousin of the son-in-law of really good friends of mine that we discovered through 23andMe. And it's really cool that way. Yeah. But they had a breach. Okay, lots of companies have a breach. What did 23andMe do, though? They blamed us. They blamed the victims. Now, some of those victims were reuse of passwords. But because my genetic information was linked to somebody who had a poor password, my genetic information got compromised as well. Okay? I set up my 23andMe account with multi-factor authentication and limited the amount of information... I share. Those are the only tools that 23andMe gives me. I implemented them. 23andMe gets breached and they blame me for that, for the loss of my information. It's so bad. Really got me angry. Really got me angry because when you're holding it, if you do online banking and I do, multi-factor authentication is built in. I don't get a chance to say to the bank, oh, I don't want to use it. No, it's used. You can't do it any other way. 23andMe holds the most sensitive information of many of us, our genetic information. That's at risk from God knows people who don't like Eastern European Jews, which I happen to be. And a lot of this information that was stolen seemed to be connected to us, right? Uh, People who want to get this information and uh, use it for insurance purposes, denying insurance, let's say, because I may be predisposed to a a disease. How in the world does 23andMe get off not requiring multi-factor authentication and then when a breach happens because it's not done, blaming the victim? That's like having terrible brakes in your car and sure enough, somebody gets into an accident and you blame them. You talk about Hall of Shame, they're on that list to me as well. As well they should. To your point, when you turn around and blame the consumer of the poor system that you just built. That's right. That's like beyond a PR play or a tactic there. That's like Mm -hmm. a babysitter leaving drugs around the house and the kids get a hold of him those kids shouldn't are you really there's so many metaphors that we could come up with here but that is so blatantly 
poor. And it's, it goes to this thing too, that we are going to have to grapple with more than ever. And that is, where is the responsibility go? Is it, where's the consumer citizen responsibility? Where's like policy responsibility? Where's the tech company, the product builders responsibility? And how much are we going to make those product leaders do the thinking that we had just discussed here internally at Secure the Village, how much is on them to be thinking what could go wrong and how much do we want to build safeguards around the things and anticipate because there's a lot out there that can go wrong with products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And to your point, to think about what can go wrong and to anticipate. Here's another story. Another member of the Hall of Shame, recent member. It's the Aliquippa, Pennsylvania Water District. Now, yeah, it's not, okay, you, you don't have to be big in the news to recognize that Iran has launched a cyber attack on America's water districts. The FBI has come out with reports on it. We've published it in our news. We've also published how it's a basic, simple management task, change a default password, if I believe the situation is, to protect against that particular attack. 100%. The Aliquippa Water District was hit. Okay? The And I'm looking at the notes. Matthew Mottis, the chairman of the authority that handles water and wastewater, 22,000 people, Aliquippa. Quote, and this is 2023-2024, this quote. This is not 1995. 85. (laughs) Or even 2005. If you told me to list 10 things that would go wrong with our water authority, this would not be on the list. Where has this guy been? Where has his water district been when you're getting FBI reports and you're getting CISA reports? Are they asleep at the wheel? And realize an attack on the water district could kill 22,000 people. Think about what could happen. I hate to. Yeah, I'm like a big fan of the disaster movies and the genre of like the tornadoes that hit LA and stuff like that. But that's not one. That's not a movie I want to see. And I hate to, to know that the the state of security, the state of cybersecurity at these water districts where they are tiny, run by a handful of people. And to this guy's point, I think what he was trying to say is, I am not trained, nor is anybody in my office trained to have a clue what to do about a server in my office here or about phishing through our tiny devices. They have legacy software often. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I get it. We are not equipping the people that work there. And, and whose job yes, is that? And. Okay. Yeah. But yes, you're, and. Like, you're let's awfully do that. nice. <laughs> you're, 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 you're being nice. Okay. Right. And, and I get it. You know, we're all yeah. human. We all yeah. make mistakes. Right. None of us are perfect. You know? Yeah. But if you're the chairman of a water authority, for God's yeah. sakes, and your water authority is getting information from the government. Regularly, I mean, you can call up CISO yeah. and they'll come in and do an assessment for your water district, right? They will? Wow. Yeah, they will. Like, no excuses. Okay, don't you, don't you have a responsibility? Yes. To know about this? I agree. 
we have a big challenge. I've started calling it the concrete floor because all the mm -hmm. cybersecurity knowledge from CISA and the FBI yeah. and NIST and all comes down and it hits the floor and bounces back up and it doesn't get through the floor to a 22,000 person water district. Some of that, we got to take jackhammers to the concrete floor. We right? have to take jackhammers but, to the concrete floor. Get me but we also got to get people. We also got to get people on the other side of the concrete floor that look up and say, "Oh, yeah, I think there's something up here. Maybe I ought to do something." This is all hands on deck time. Yeah, right? we're all innocent, but we're all guilty at the yes. same time. There's work for all of us to do here. Yes, and another story, and you touched on it last week. Another of our news stories that CISA has begun urging technology manufacturers to stop using default passwords, like what the default that? password in the water district situation, right? Yeah. But why do we have CISA urges, right? Yeah. Why is it not, if you have really sensitive information of people and you're a tech manufacturer, it's going to be used in those cases, you don't get yeah. to, oh, we urge you. No, there's a requirement you implement appropriate controls for your customers. Get rid yeah. of default passwords. We can do that. Start enforcing your customers to use multi-factor authentication. We can do that. There's nothing here we can't do if and when we get the will to do it. And what's it going to take? A water district, 22,000 people die? I'm you know, horrified to imagine. Yeah. You know? I'm horrified to imagine. So because totally. if we're only reactive, if we're yeah. not being responsive, which looks like a head of the problems hitting, yeah. we have to be creative and think about we're we're all a product leader here. We have to think about what yeah. could go wrong. And we have to do yeah. it often for entities that are not our own. So there's like the fun and there was the poking fun here, but then there's also like the responsibility piece. Yeah, It's so easy as hall of shame inductee members just join the ranks of their peers, like the software company behind the trucks, like the fleet of trucks that like mm -hmm. those stopped yeah. in the middle of an intersection due to a hack. Yeah. So they, we get to then go, wait, okay, where's the responsibility? What could we do? As people who yeah. know this stuff and are above the concrete floor and they we know that it's going to take a flipping jackhammer to change things, we have to then bring the message back That's and right. figure out where the gaps are and be willing to go. And I was imagining like, on the dam, like how many fingers can we stick in holes here? It's not going to work. Right. The dams will break if we're not yeah. trying to go and help. So how do we help? We well, got to do it. Yeah, no, that that's exactly right. And in its own way, we didn't set this discussion up to lead to this point specifically, but in its own way, this is what Secure the Village is all about. This is part of this is just awareness. If we had the opportunity to speak to Matthew Motts or Mottis a month ago or two months ago or three months ago, yeah. it might have changed reality. It might have changed the world. If we'd had the chance to talk to 23andMe several years ago, we might have yeah. been able to change the world. 
it's not too late. We just had our monthly meeting, our first meeting of the year of our workforce working group. Wonderful yeah. people coming together, talking about challenges, how we're not just the challenges, but what we're doing to meet them, uh, discovering books about security that we didn't know about, that one person knew, introduced it to others. Uh, connecting dots, introducing people to That's each other. Ultimately, this is how we do it. We one person at a time, we start talking to people and yeah. we push as hard as we gently can to people. Or just go volunteer, just call the yeah. place that you, you might have a problem say, hey, I work in cybersecurity. I would love yeah. to volunteer a couple hours to just, just come in and yeah. take a look at things. Like here's mm -hmm. the companies that trust me. I do work here. And often mm -hmm. there's the people that you're trying to reach to are so busy, like they don't even know how to pr process that kind of offer. So yeah. you do it again. That's Check right. in with them a couple of weeks later. Can you make a list of mm -hmm. five places that are sitting ducks for cybersecurity yeah. challenges in like the next year and go yeah. and make sure that they are a little bit more helped because you cared and you wanted to mm -hmm. bring that message to them and show them just the basics and check for things like default passwords. Yeah. Ask the right questions. Think about where, because that's like the community that we need to build here. Yeah. I would only say that is the community we are building here. I love it's that. It's not just that Fix we love it. that we need. Yeah, no, yes. absolutely. It's not easy this way. You got to work. It's going to take time, take some resources. But most of what we're talking about is attitude. It's awareness. It's the equivalent of defensive driving, as we've yeah. often talked. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. At all. I've done but it's just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that yeah, definitely haven't. But I'll tell you this. Yeah. On every website I build now, on every contractor I hire, on every time I go to a place that is even remotely a nonprofit, I, even without being the rocket scientist, am yeah. just fine bringing up things like, yeah. let's talk about but do, what do you do for passwords? How do you manage yeah. passwords among contractors? Mm -hmm. What does it look? Do you even hate you person over the holiday dinner table? Do, do you know that you have to freeze your credit? Otherwise, someone could go and take out a credit card in your name and yeah. essentially and walk them through what could happen. Yeah. Because this water district guy did not have someone who did that and said, Oh, what could happen if they hack? It's not like they're just going to go and steal your email. They're going to take control of the water system mm -hmm. here. And maybe you won't get it back until after things have been pumped. Help yeah. paint a picture of the That's damage right. that could happen. That's right. And, so. and and to round it out in some sense, yeah. that's what we're all about. That's what we have to do. Yeah. We're, we're not going to solve this problem with technology. We're going to solve this problem like we solve all problems with people. Yeah. Yes, it was technology that went to the moon. It was people that designed the moon landers, et cetera, et cetera. It's people. It's us. It's us. It's we're going to control AI or we're not. <laughs> we're going to secure our systems or we're not. And the or we're not is not an option. It, it's not an option, but it will take change. Like us getting mm -hmm. out of our comfort zone to pick up the phone and be like, yeah. hey. Wanted exactly. to come volunteer my cybersecurity services. <laughs> so let us know if you need some language around how to do that. If you want to talk yeah. to your parents around freezing their credit, go to our website. We have a simple 
simply written guide that will walk them through what to do and what all of those ramifications are. So you don't have to be the one trying to explain it to them, but put it in their hands and make sure they've done it. And so we will see you folks next time here live on cyber. Share a friend, this send them this link to this podcast, let them know that there's a way that they can get involved and we're the organization to help you do it. So we'll see you same time next week. Sounds great. Takes a village to secure the village, Julie.